Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 96 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, the Raz Grease, with my co-host, the Buck, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the internet. And this is another one of our special Wednesday episodes, Buck. We have uh, we decided to split the podcast up, and we're trying to give two episodes a week now, as opposed to the one mega long episode. So hopefully these shorter ones are, are finding you uh, a little bit more mm, palatable. And uh, if we would appreciate some comments on that. So you can reach out to us on Facebook or on our email address at socialliability at iCloud.com. What do you think? How are they working out for you, Buck? Are you hearing anything good, bad, otherwise? <laughs> um, no, not really. I mean, you know, so uh, I encourage you to have day to uh, reach out as uh, as Raz so, you know, politely asked or or just drop us a comment. But either way, what do we what do we got up in the gallery of rogues for this week? Well, our first story comes from CoralSpringsTalk.com. I'm sorry, pageant plunder, former Miss Florida executive arrested for defrauding donors. The former executive director of Miss Florida Scholarship Program was arrested in Miami Tuesday for defrauding corporate and individual program donors, including the Children's Miracle Network and the Everglades Foundation. Mary uh, Wickersham, 76, of Miami, also known as Mary Sullivan and Mary uh, Harvey allegedly used her position at the Miss Florida Scholarship Program, a not-for-profit organization that raises money to provide scholarships to young women through pageants, to steal at least $100,000 in donations. She turned herself in at the Miami Federal Detention Center Tuesday and faces seven counts of wire fraud, according to the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. Miss Wickersham not only stole charitable donations from the scholarship program, but also from two local charitable organizations and a local business affiliated with Miss Florida. <laughs> wow. Authorities say that Miss Wickersham performed her executive director duties as a volunteer basis, approaching individuals and urging them to make donations towards good causes. FDLE said that agents began investigating her after receiving information from the Miss Florida Scholarship Program about missing funds. According to the FDLE, Wickersham uh, formed a scam Florida corporation named Miss Florida LLC in 2011 without knowledge of the Miss Florida Scholarship Program Board of Directors. She then used the scam corporation to open a bank account only she could access. Authorities said prosecutors alleged that she deposited some donations into the scam account and used the funds for her personal benefit. The FDLE investigation also found Wickersham added the words Miss Florida pageant to donation checks made payable to the Children's Miracle Network, allowing her to deposit funds into the scam account. She allegedly used the stolen money to buy uh, to pay for her utilities, shopping, home goods, maid cleaning services, online dating fees, and dining out, according to federal prosecutors. Sounds like a real nice lady. Nice. Wow, what a scumbag. <laughs> what a... No, man, that's 76 years old? 76 years old. And this is the first like, time she got caught. I mean, that's what I'm going to say. Is a, that's, that's, that's impressive. She made this bank account in 2011. Yeah, and she what she did was she made the bank account under a similar name to the program, which isn't unheard of. You know, you have uh, DBAs. So... You know, when they write, just write the check out to this, send it to me. Boom, she deposits the check. Boom, it's her money. Bam. This, 
is wholly disgusting. Um, so a lot of people think the Children's Miracle Network is, is a scam. It's not. Um, I've actually utilized uh, their services before. Uh, we've stayed, uh, I haven't, my wife and my son have stayed at a Children's Miracle Network. Um, uh, I don't know what to call it. it. You can stay there for free. It's kind of like a hotel, but it's not a hotel. Uh, lodging. Lodging. Yeah, there you go. Um, from all reports, they were the hardest beds ever created. But, uh, you know, it, it, those things are actually needed for a lot of families. Taking, they're going to be attending these children's hospitals for long-term long care and stuff like that. And that's who you're going to steal money from? That's mm-hmm. who you're going to steal money from? Wow. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, 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 belong, I, I work with a charity uh that you know raises money through uh, video game and, and gaming tournaments and stuff like that. It's called Extra Life. If you're ever interested in a charity that you want to try to support that helps kids and uh, does things for hospitals and stuff of that nature, check out Extra Life. Uh, it's a pretty neat concept. Um, but I have actually seen people try to take donations for Extra Life, and then you know the Extra Life never sees them. Uh, I don't do cash. I do think if you're going to do a donation to a charity such as that, make sure it's a reputable charity and make sure you do direct donations, not through an intermediary. That is one of the biggest things I can ever recommend anybody does that wants to support a charity. Uh, do not do anything through the guy over the jar. No. Nope. Yeah, if if you're going to be giving money away, give it to a person. If you want to make a charitable donation, give it right to the charity. That's, you know... That's pretty much the long and short of it. But, you know, we t- 10 years of having this account open, 10 years of doing this and not getting caught. Over 100 grand she's stolen from sick kids. And there's a hierarchy. Well, this know? is th- like, this is a scholarship program. So uh, well, uh, well, scholarship program, she's using the Children's Miracle Network though as as a part of her front. Indeed. So she's using sick kids. And, and I, I mean, like, you know, stealing to begin with is bad, but bringing sick kids into it, like, nah. Like, nah, no, 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 no. There are certain lines that should not be crossed. I'm going to give this woman a five. I know that there's no loss of life, but she's 76 years old. This is not her first rodeo. She's been doing this hustle for 10 years. I hand out a lot of benefit of the doubt, but in, not, in this particular instance, I'm just I'm just going to go ahead and slam it. You know, boom. This is what you get. I know, like, you may think that the little old lady thing fools everybody else, but no, 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 no. I'm, I'm immune to that. I'm a cripple. Like, I see right through your, your you know, elderly guiles. Like, I know. <laughs> like, nope. Nope. This lady's a shark. Our next story comes from NBC San Diego. Not really, but that's who's reporting it. Uh, Finnish cross-country skier suffers frozen penis at the 2020 Olympic Winter Games. (laughs) I don't know why this is news. (laughs) I don't. Why is this news? The, the Winter Olympics are home to some daunting injuries. Ski crashes, hockey uh, hits, and figure skating falls come to mind. But there are some ailments caused by wintry conditions. 
Take Remy Lidholm, for instance. The cost-crunchy skier dealt with a frozen penis during the men's 50-kilometer race at the 2020 Winter Olympic Games on Sunday. Uh, you can guess which body part was a little bit frozen when I finished, he told Finnish media. It was one of the worst competitions I've been in, and it was uh, I was just about battling through. Winter conditions, and uh, I cannot pronounce the name of that city. It's in China. <laughs> uh, National Cross Country Skiing Center led to an hour-long delay and a shortened race of 30 kilometers. When body parts started to warm up after the finish, the pain was unbearable. Lindem competed in his first Olympics, finished in 28th place with a time of uh, 1 hour, 15 minutes, and 55 seconds. Point six. <laughs> after suffering a frozen pe penis at the Olympics is bad enough, this isn't the first time Lindem has had one uh, hindered has been hindered by one. He suffered a similar injury at an event in Finland last year. Oh my god. Dude needs a dick cozy. Dude, dude. <laughs> He's lost dude, for words. Like I just like Carrier for Katie could make him something for that. Like out of crochet hooks. I mean like there are things there are things that you can do to mitigate the risk of this happening. You know, and if you're not going to take those precautions, then perhaps you need to get a new hobby. You know, pick a different event. Yeah, so let me go to the summer games. <laughs> yeah. You know, try, try cross-country running. You know, it's like, you know, perhaps, perhaps you are just not meant for the cold. They, yeah. they they make him as a joke and sell him on Amazon, but I, I'd have to wonder would a Dick Cozy have helped this dude out in any way? <laughs> I'm, you know what? I, I think the uh, at this point in time, with two frozen cockles, like two injuries, I think the only stupid option is the one you haven't tried yet. So I, this is one this is one instance where I have I would have to an endorsement to the dick cozy on this one i'd be like dude you should try this like there's we have quantifiable evidence that this this could be a thing for you like it may not be for it may be a novelty for everyone else but for you for you this may be like you know the end all cure all so mm, you know Take advantage of your opportunity here, and like you know, make this your Deus Ex Machina. Here we go. You know? Well, I'm 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 just found them on Etsy. Uh, let's see what we can find here. Dick cozy. Well, there's a lot of Dick crochet things, but uh, that's what I'm saying. Here we go. Caregiver Katie can whip one right up. Crochet pocket heater, aka Willy Warmer, twenty dollars. <laughs> I, I. I can only wager that he could spend $20 on a million less useful things at this point in time. <laughs> Hell, he might with, 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 Somebody would probably give him... Well, here's one for $4.06. Oh, that's just a pattern. That's, I'm sorry. That's just a pattern. But I am sure that one of these um, uh, entrepreneurial-spirited Etsy uh, sellers would be more than willing to sponsor him with a free one if he endorses their product. Oh, that's that's what I'm saying. Caregiver Katie, man. 
she she whip one right up yarn okay. over the moon crafts here's what we're gonna do you're gonna have you're gonna have caregiver katie make one and we're gonna reach out to this guy <laughs> and we're gonna try to get it get it get it you gotta sponsor you're gonna sponsor the dick cozy you know what i i think you might be onto something here we're doing this <laughs> yeah Mm-hmm. You know, we've we've tried to uh, get recordings of um, the, the folks that uh, try to do scam phone calls with us, and we, we've done long, prolonged setups, and we've done a lot of different things that try to make different content. Uh, we're calling this dude. I'm calling Finland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I just and I'm not scoring this, by the way. I'm not scoring this. Like no. I'm. He's, like, he's, no. been, he's been scorned enough. He doesn't need scored. <laughs> I was about ready to say, man, like, no, I'm not going to kick a guy in the dick after it's been frozen, much less while he's all frozen twice. <laughs> like, yeah. Kind of, he, he redefines icicle. But, um, yeah, so no score on this dude. But, you know, we're definitely going to make an outreach. Uh, I, I, I think I can get Caregiver Katie on this project. Okay, and we're back for the second half of the Social Liability Podcast. And this is next story comes from NBC2. Poop left behind in Fort Myers mobile home after break-in. I mean, what what more can you do to someone after breaking into their home? <laughs> Just taking a shit while you're there. <laughs> or maybe that's why they broke in. We don't know yet. Let's read the story and find out. But in our, yeah. in, our, in our last episode, somebody broke into the house to take a bath, apparently. Maybe this guy broke in and take a shit. Someone someone broke into a Fort Myers mobile home and left behind poop on two different occasions. Oh my God, this happened twice. This happened at a home in West Burnell Drive and Sista mobile community, a mobile community of Palm Beach Boulevard. The family renting the mobile home said someone broke into uh, the what the heck is that? Lanali broke into the Lanali. I don't know. This passed and left a stinky surprise in the corner. The family, petrified that the serial pooper returned, said they don't want to speak on camera. They did say the person also broke a window to get inside. They said about $500 in cash and some fruit were stolen. At some point on Monday, they broke in through a window, went straight to the master bedroom, where they left a second smelly surprise. I'm looking at feces. A human went shit on person's property, said Don Sarge Vasily. This is not someone normal that would do this. The person also put a shirt over the poop. They're just doing things and leaving little presents behind. The family doesn't know who this is, but they think it's the same person. Two doors down, Vasily believed restitution is due for all the (laughs) doo-doo. We need to go back to the people and tell them, Hey, it was me. I'm sorry. How can I make it right to you? Yeah, because that's going to happen. <laughs> Restitution is due, due. Due, due. Okay. His, yeah. They went and found a neighbor two doors down who's making fun of them. I think it was Don Sarge Vasily. <laughs> I think Don you know, Sarge is a serial shitter. I, 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 can't, I can't disagree with this. You know, and as, as we postulate more on this theory, I just want to highlight that 
you know, we are two middle-aged white men who are still chortling at a shit joke. And it's just, it never gets old. I, I, I really think that we could get, like, anyone from five to, you know, 50, we, you know, and, and plus, just everybody laughs at a shit joke. But no. So it makes me wonder, though. Like, there's, there's got to be some mental illness. Here. No, no. They really piss somebody off. That's what this is. No, that's probably... <laughs> we're, we're talking about a mobile. You're right. They really this, piss this somebody de- off. <laughs> this definitely screams white trash revenge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, have a, I have a friend in Canada who keeps sending me stories. And, and she just says, what is wrong with you people? And she can't. She keeps sending me like Texas and Florida stories. <laughs> and I said, that's where all the trailer parks are at. You know, and and it's so succinct. You get such a high score for such a minimal amount of effort. Like, in order to compete with that kind of like offense to another person, you would actually have to like physically touch them or or like slash the tires on their car. Like this, just breaking in and shitting on their stuff, that's that's like an eight. You know, that's short of like tying you up and doing it in front of you. That's like really fucking bad. (laughs) So the family says, we don't know who's doing this. Yes, you do. You absolutely know who's doing this. You just don't want to admit to what you did to them. (laughs) Right. They're like, we don't want to be on camera. We don't want to be on camera. Of course you don't want to be on camera. Because snitches get stitches for acting like bitches. That's, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You're, you know, I, I was way off. But as soon as you, as soon as you threw it out there, you're right. This is, this screams. Redneck revenge. White trash revenge. Oh, yeah. Redneck oh, revenge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So, so, but I still say that, I still say that Sarge down the block, it might be uh, pretty high on my suspect list if I was the investigating officer. <laughs> he seems, lo- so, he seems and, like here he had these lock loaded and ready to go, you know? Well, and then look at the, look at the list of items stolen. Fruit. 500 in cash. No, 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 no cash. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. 500 in cash and some fruit. Oh my God. Yeah. They did yep. some cash. Okay. Never mind. I actually. Look at me, man. I actually remembered something. But no. Hey, I gotta gotta snatch your wins, man. That's low hanging fruit. I'm taking it. Yeah, no, but he, no. no, you can't so, take it because he took it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So look but look at the laundry list of things that he went in there for. I'm sure that we're talking about a mobile You know there was a big screen TV in that motherfucker. You know that they had like an exotic bird. You know that they did. <laughs> or a, bo- a bird or a boa constrictor. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like there is something there's something like there's something stealable in those in, in, in those walls. And all they went for was cash and fruit. I'll I'll wager it was oranges. Well, I'm I'm but... saying I'm saying that the cash and the fruit, that was just a that's not why he was there. <laughs> of course no. No, and it's I mean, obvious if because he, if he really that's wanted, all he took. If he really wanted to send a message, he would have wiped his ass with the money. <laughs> I'm telling you, the only reason he took the cash is because dumb shit left it out on a table. <laughs> he left it out on a table, and the guy's like, I'm going to shit on the floor, and you know what? Since it's out and about, just pocket this too. <laughs> so, 
Like this is this is this is hard to score. I gotta give it a score because there was there was beginning and theft here, but it's I, it, like this screams revenge. So you know, uh, I'm not. Scoring I'm gonna it. give the. I'm, I'm, I mean, I guess no, I have, I'm we, gonna, we have to score it. So I'm no, gonna, I'm gonna give it to, a three. I am gonna give it a three. No, I'm giving I'm giving an entire blanket two to everyone involved, from the victim to the perp. To the sheriff, to all of them, they all get a two. This has made the news, okay? You made the news with your fucking shit nanigans, okay? Like you're getting a score, but everybody, like nobody, gets out clean from this one. There's no clean end to a turd. Everybody gets their nose in it. Okay, Buck. Our next story. <laughs> We've all wanted to do it. But a dad takes down the town's internet by mistake to get his kids offline. (sighs) A French dad faces jail time and a hefty fine after using a signal jammer to prevent his kids from going online and taking the rest of the nearby town down with them. (laughs) Started at midnight until 3 a.m. every day for a week, the French town of uh, Massagenes, M-E-S-S-A-N-G-E-S, uh, found that their cellular and internet services were no longer working. After a mobile carrier reported the issue to the agency, National Day, whatever, ANFR, a public agency responsible for managing the, the radioelectric spectrum in France, it was determined a signal jammer was being used to rock, block radio frequencies in the town. A signal jammer is a device that transmits radio waves on the same frequency as mobile devices to prevent them from connecting to cell towers and receiving legitimate signals. A report by the ANFR explains a technician traced the jamming signal to a house in a neighboring town where a homeowner admitted to purchasing a jammer online and using it to force his teenage kids offline. The explanation was was simple. The jammer had been installed by the father of the family to prevent his teenagers from accessing the internet on their smartphones instead of falling asleep. His children had indeed become addicted to social networks and their applications. In particular since the uh, confinement imposed due to the COVID COVID epidemic. After consulting forums on the internet, the father decided that a jammer was the best solution to put an end to the excesses. While it was not the father's intent to take down the entire town's internet using a jamming device, in France it is illegal and a carrier uh, it carries a penalty of up to three, I'm sorry, 30,000 euros and six months in jail. Similar, the use of jammers is illegal in the United States and could lead to imprisonment and significant monetary fines. The use or marketing of a jammer in the United States may subject to substantial monetary penalizations, uh, seizure of the unlawful equipment, and criminal sanctions, including imprisonment. Uh, the ANFR reported the use of the jammer to the public prosecutor's office, who has seized the device and is investigating the offense. <laughs> Oh man! So he's try instead of just like manning up and being a dad and taking the damn phones away. He, he says, "Fuck it! I'm gonna get a signal jammer." <laughs> I, I I wonder if he knew that it would take. Like he says, he didn't try to take down the whole town's internet, but I wonder if he knew that a device was capable of it. Like, 
I wonder if he thought he could just like crank it down. Like, oh yeah, it's only gonna cover my house. If I had to no. guess from the way they described it, saying he was in a nearby town, I guarantee you, here's the tower, here's the town, and his house is somewhere in between. So the people in the town weren't getting us. That I get, I'm guessing that's probably what it was. It was just so much. Um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Noise in the signal that it took it down. That's my guess. I'm not. You know, I, I I can't speak to it as a as a professional or an expert, but that's my guess. And quite frankly, it's just what have these kids put this man through that he had to go to that route as opposed to just parenting. You know what? This I could see this being like a dad who's like, "You think you'll show me? I'll show you." It's laziness, is what it is. It's laziness. Guy doesn't. Guy doesn't want to get his hands dirty. Leaves up. He's just somebody who's afraid of confrontation with their children. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, for reference, thirty thousand dollar euro, thirty three thousand eight hundred American or U.S. dollars. So, you know, either way, it's still, yep, this guy, this guy's little, uh, you know, coup, you know, internet coup coup d'etat, you know. Because he's French? I just had to throw it in there. I really did. It was such, it was such a far-reaching attempt at getting it in there, but you know what? I just, I had to, I had to take a dive, you know? I just, I just had to. That was horrible. Awkward silence over. Awkward silence over on the side. This guy gets a five. No, really? No, he does. No, 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 no. He gets a four. Because you know what? You know you can't be lazy, like that. Like just take your fucking kids' phones away. Like you said. Like you don't need to go. Here, midnight. Put your phones in the box. Not like the guy's giving him like a midnight to three a.m. window. It's like he's already being nice. You know he's a pussy. Like fuck you, dude. Like no, you get a four. You fucked up everybody. You know what? I'm having a hard time coming off of the five because of the amount of damage that he man. Like what if somebody needed to call nine one one? Well, it just took the internet down. Oh, just the internet? Yeah. Oh, man. Fucking. We're talking about France and not being able to get on Pornhub between midnight and three? Wow. (laughs) Like, dude. This guy created damage. It's like, dude, butterfly effect, man. But no, I'm going to give him a four. I'll give him a four. Just because he's a douche canoe. Another French word there. Another French word. God. What? There's times I like to tell people I don't know you. You know what? You know what? Speak. Do you remember that kid who came up to me? And he's ordering commissary. And he looks at me. And he's holding out the list. He's scared. It's a kid. He's got locked up. He's in minimum security. I don't know. He comes up ordering commissary the first time. And he's like, hey, Lynch, what's a doochie? <laughs> I looked at him. 
<laughs> without spatting an eyelash. I looked at him and I went, it's a sports drink. And he ordered four of them. He ordered four of them. And then <laughs> one week later, one week later, Adams County segregated their fucking commissary lists to male and female. Oh, <laughs> uh, way off topic. Way off topic. That's funny, though. Sorry, man. But you know what, though? The douche thing got me down that thing. I just, uh, whatever. That being said, folks, that brings us to an end of another episode. I'll just remind you to please tell a friend because you're an awesome person. That's what awesome people do. Awesome people tell friends about the Social Liability Podcast. They say, you're going to listen to the Social Liability Podcast because it's such a good show. Because that's what awesome people do, Buck. That's what awesome people do. It is, indeed. Very awesome. To do Almost it. bodacious. Almost bodacious. Almost. If you if you share it, you're awesome. If you leave a comment, you're bodacious. That being said, folks, I am the Razgrees with my co-host, The Buck, wishing you all a happy and safe week.